Store Rumble, two movies go in and one movie comes out, but possibly with less color saturation. Today we ask the big questions like, who is the real hero? When when a Morton Joe is overthrown, what happens to water conservation? Is Mad Max an apocalyptic film or just an accurate representation of what most of Australia looks like? <laughs> yes, this time on Rental Store Rumble, we are doing things a little different. Because we are doing one movie versus its doppelganger, Mad Max Fury Road versus Mad Max Fury Road Black and Chrome Edition. (laughs) Does it make the movie different? Does it matter if it's in black and white? Is this just a gimmick much like this episode? All that (laughs) stuff. Um, I do have with me Josh over here. Oh, I am here. And Paul over there. Yes, witness me. Okay. (laughs) Mediocre. Uh, mediocre, yeah. <laughs> so this film stars uh, Thomas Shinzon Hardy as Mac Rakotansky, also in Star Trek Nemesis, Bronson, Warrior, and The Dark Knight Rises, as well as Charlize Theron, the woman who doesn't seem to age as Imperator Furiosa, also from one arc in Arrested Development. Yes. That yeah, <laughs> that thing you do, monster, and of course, atomic blonde. Mm. And there is also Nicholas Holt, who played Tolkien in yeah. Tolkien, <laughs> <laughs> and also Beast in a bunch of action X Men movies I don't remember or have not seen. So, having overall made over its budget in the box office, but has said to have lost. Around twenty million oh. compared to its total budget, including things not related to just production. Um, at least compared to the box office, anyway. Oh, okay. Due to other budgetary things that they didn't count, you know. Um, opening the same week as Pitch Perfect Two, mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road garnered ten Oscar nominations and won six, proving that yeah. box office doesn't matter. It's Holding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Holding a ridiculous 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's clear that this film is well loved. But let's uh let's find out what we think. Um I yeah, know watch you you made us watch uh feminist propaganda for this one cuz I remember when this came out that was the big controversy people had as yeah. it was way too feminist it's so <laughs> feminist just because oh i guess furiosa and then halfway through yeah, yeah it's, like you could get into it but watching this the whole time it's like wh- what movie did they watch <laughs> yeah like i was more concerned with you know cars and explosions and <laughs> guns and yes josh focused on cars 
and you Heck believe yeah. it. Yeah, he did focus on cars. <laughs> Weird, right? So you guys have seen this movie before, but I we have. only watched the black and chrome edition. Yes. So, um, so, so yes, you've seen this movie multiple times, so oh, you're familiar yes. familiar with it. I've seen it twice in theaters, and then just now the third time. That's all you've seen it. Yeah. Three. Weirdly, yeah. Man. I, I said like it's just strange eight during the movie, but I think it was nine times, including this, including this one, one yeah. that I've actually seen this movie. But I'm I, a... I don't know. I only know. I sadly only saw it once in theaters. Oh, okay. Well, um, I I would have to say that you know, even, despite having seen it nine times, it's probably the Mad Max film I've seen the least. So, oh wow, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I mean, Beyond Thunderdome was on TV all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> the other ones I just endlessly rewatched. <laughs> Fair enough. So, let's do a recap. A recap of only one movie. It's really weird. Yeah. That's so true. We open up with Max uh, doing some narration, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. He's, he's, well... Do we start there? Or do we start with the credits rolling and we get like the the, the, the sounds the of the oil wars, blah blah blah. That yeah yeah we we're using the nuclear option stuff so, like yeah, that. Yeah, just quick thing like the world is post apocalyptic. Here's a quick gist of it, just yeah. in case you haven't seen the previous, previous three. three films. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, we notice that the film is in black and white. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I do have to say, at the very beginning, I love this because the Warner Brothers logo looked really awesome it in did. black and white with yeah, like abs, like good. a chrome finish on yeah. it. That did yeah. look cool. It looks very good in black and white. So he mentioned he he mentions he was a cop back in the day. And a road warrior. A road warrior. That was like, <laughs> oh, got me itching to watch Road Warrior again. Great movie. So... You hear a little girl talking a bunch of times. This is a very confusing thing with like this <laughs> continuous flashback of a little girl. Yeah, yeah and it, it's really weird. If you're cause... trying to, in our heads, like, how does this fit in with the previous three? And it's like, well, it's not the answer, Sprague, is it? So... Yeah, it's not Sprague because I was like a little boy that died in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I think it's always kind of been the canon that Max had a wife and daughter and then they died. Was the daughter or was it Sprague a boy? Sprague's a boy. It was yeah, a, I thought Sprague was a boy, right? I thought so. That's yeah, going back yeah, to maybe. the original Mad Max. But regardless, Sprague is younger and doesn't look anything like, like this, this girl, little girl. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like some in-between adventure he had that wasn't in the movies. Yep. Like, I don't know, in a video game, maybe. <laughs> if, you've, uh, if you've played the video game... Elements of that are the prequel to this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, I haven't, but it almost makes me interested enough to play the game. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it. <laughs> I like it. I, yeah. I, mean, I like the movie enough to make me interested in a game that may or may not be that great. It is good. Is it's, it? Oh, there you go. That's that's a plus. It's, it's an open like, world it's, GTS kind of or yeah. GTA kind of. So is it an actual prequel to this movie or? Yeah. Oh. All right then. Yeah. It, it, it is a legitimate pre- prequel because I thought it was just kind of like it released around the same time to kind of show the, I guess, new rebooty Mad Max. World. So I know it's not no. settled definitively, but is, would that be, would this fall between Road Warrior and then 
Thunderdome? Beyond Thunderdome. Either that or in between the first and second movie. Oh, I don't really? Know. I just mm. when he said I was a road warrior, I'm kind of like, okay, it has to be after Road Warrior. It has then. to be after two. He name dropped it. Yeah, exactly. I, I would seem it would. I would feel it would go in between two and three, but okay. Um, regardless, yes, the game was intended as a prequel of sorts, hmm. and that it you can kind of tell in this movie. It's not that this movie intentionally references the game. I think it's that the game intentionally wrote itself Tried to be a prequel to, fit to into the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, let's try and make you, this fit into the Mad Max universe. Yeah, so you do get like if you've played the game and watched this, you'll see things that are. You know, like there's the one like skyline where you see a uh, gas town and it's like, oh, yeah, that oh, looked like okay. it did in the game. Yeah. So there's elements. It's it's basically Arkham City, but in a car. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Carkham City. Um, Carkham I, City. Is Except it available to play now or? Batman yeah. <laughs> on, on what? Uh, PS4, PC, all yeah. that stuff. I have a computer. Yeah, I suppose it can. If you that. look for it on sale, it's like two or three bucks. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, I played it a long while ago. <laughs> right. I played it not that long ago. I'd just be interested for the story of this movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's worth it if you like Mad Max stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really kind of what it is. If you want to like be in the Mad Max world and kind of play in the sandbox that is right. that world. So is it time to reveal our first official sponsor, the Mad Max video game? <laughs> Apparently. Jeez, we've been talking about this thing for like five minutes. Uh, so guys, check that out. It's it's really not too bad. I do. I am actually interested like for the sake of the story of the Mad it's Max one of those like three quadrilogy. bucks you can get like 30 hours of gameplay out of it. Ah, so. Yeah. Not I, bad. After the video game happens, what happens next in the movie? <laughs> so there's a lizard. There's a two there was headed a li- two-headed lizard. Thing. Mad Max has some dreadlocks, right? Yep. And he steps on the lizard and eats it. Eats it. I and... do think this scene in particular was a really good way to start the black and white because it is one of the scenes that in black and white does look very impressive yeah one thing you can say about the black and white version of this film is that it does make the cg blend better with the live action that's it yeah i didn't really consider that but yeah yeah the whole time i was like oh yeah you know cg really looks a lot closer to being a thing because you can mess with the lighting in a way that makes it blend better Yeah. yeah so so the lizard looks better stuff like that but anyway these guys come and attack him and he drives off in his car. Yeah, they roll his car. <laughs> and then they capture him. So this is the f- first time that the Interceptor wrecks in the movie. Yes, the poor Interceptor. So, anyway, more flashbacks of little girls. And he's... Yeah, like, we don't get a story for the little girl. She just, no. like, shows up and, like... Throws her hand at Max throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Max, you were supposed to protect us. Max, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we see he's getting barbered. Yep. He's uh, he's getting branded as a um, type O negative donor. Universal donor. Universal yeah. donor. He is a blood bag. <laughs> yep. And you see Furiosa for a brief moment with her brand because she's an Imperator. So she's high ranking officer and 
Immortan Joe's army, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they are. And you see Immortan Joe putting on armor. What do you think about all the armor? The weird, like, invisible armor. Invisible armor to give him, like, muscle definition. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be, because all of the people that aren't the war boys or the Imperators always see him from afar, so it's kind of like to... I get the feeling it's supposed to make him look, you know, incredibly muscular when and he's imposing. actually kind of just diseased looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they, they're like spray painting him and he has like boils and stuff all over yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Although he uh, also has these um, these like little badges and stuff on the armor. It's pretty yeah, yeah, like as like if he were like, stuff. I'm yeah. a four star general. Just look. Yep. <laughs> So he he's an interesting looking guy. There's a lot of Immortan Joe that really kind of is from afar he looks more intimidating and is supposed to. Yeah. Cuz he yeah. has like his, you know, mask that they show him putting on, but it all, also is like a respirator for yeah. him cuz he can't breathe properly without yeah. a respirator. <laughs> yes. So anyway, he is doing his whole thing. And you see these dudes all painted up white that are, you know, getting a war rig together. Yep, that Furiosa will be driving. Yep, they're going to apparently go get gasoline from Gas Farm and bullets from the Bullet Farm. Gas Town and Bullet Farm. Gas Town and Bullet Farm, yes. Those are a few of the actual notes I have, so. Yes. (laughs) So then you see the war boys and they do their chants and stuff. Yeah, and then Immortan Joe goes to the masses mm, yeah. to yep. give them to speak amongst his people. Water, Aquacola, yes. Aquacola. They mention him later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. But he gives. Yeah, they unleash these like three huge pipes of water all over the place, but like not in any sort of sanitary containers, just on the ground, so people run up with whatever they have to gather water. And so they create a lot of mud, which is kind of big waste of water. Well, I think a lot of this is Joe doesn't actually care if these people live or die. No. He just needs to starve them of water to the and point give them anything a, he gives them. A little them. bit. It's like, oh my gosh, Morton Joe's yeah. blessing us with his like water. Like with, with his line, do not become yeah. addicted, addicted to water, yeah. for you'll resent its absence. Yeah. Although I don't think it's necessarily that as much as, like he's not intentionally starving them, but he discovered the water and that's the reason he is the guy. Because they briefly mention that way late in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like without him, the water technically wouldn't be there. Mm. That's true. But it's also one of those like you see enormous pools and later we go like go through his little fortress thing and there's carve outs for like actual like swimming pools so it's very much one of these you know well i found it so i get all, all of the it. water i want and then whatever i deem you lowly peons have earned i will give you yeah, yeah i mean it makes sense but as i stated in the opening conservation is an important thing in the apocalypse i know they're yeah kind of wasting the water but they're also giving water to people not that it's a good way to do it i just yeah i was like i wish they would have done it in like a swimming pool instead of into the dirt (laughs) yeah let's show you though yeah i know but yeah carve out a swimming pool in front of the we'll talk about the thing later (laughs) about wasting water because it comes up multiple times it does it's like no don't let it go into the dirt so, 
Anyway, Furiosa goes out on the road. They're and... driving on the road, nice and calm to Gastown. And then suddenly she's turning. Which is not what anyone was expecting, so... Yeah, hey, what's going on? Why are we turning? Yeah, oh, we're like... heading west now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess like the war boy leader that came with her is like, what are we doing? Going west. Okay. All right. I'll let everyone, I'll pass it down the line. I'll tell everyone. Yep. Yeah. We have different orders now. <laughs> and so then we see the, the milk process. Oh, yes, yeah. the, the mother's milk that they make. Very strange. Yeah. And then there's the guy. <laughs> well, we see one of uh, Joe's sons who's a... The big muscle man. Well, we see him, who also has a respirator. Oh. Yeah, we see we also see the... Rictus Sorry, I was thinking of Rictus. other brother, the scout guy. Yeah. Whatever his name is. And they see Furiosa turn, so they warn Joe. And okay, she turned. She's not going to Gastown. She's not going to Gastown. Yep. She gets, uh, he gets some kind of a premonition. He's like, oh no, something's wrong. So he goes to check on the harem and it's gone. Ooh. Yep. Get the old lady. I like the old lady. She yeah. could have ended this movie really quick here. Yep. Because he comes in and on the floor we see our babies will not be warlords. Yeah. Go to, uh, Splendid, where are you? Yep. Splendid. And we, and we hear an old lady in the back. And you can't own people. Yep. And she has a double-barreled shotgun pointed at Joe, which he just marches towards her and then knocks out of the way. I mean, which yeah. then fires and shoots the ceiling, so it was loaded. If she had just fired, who knows? Yeah. Uh, it's the it's the wrong way to reproduce people to make a better world because. I mean, I, I know he's the overlord, but if you wanted to reproduce he children... should you have would... had Rictus. The... Rick, well, Rictus has his own problems, he even does, though he's roided true. out. Someone... Roided not, out ventilator man. You know, someone who's not as... Uh, mutated. Mutated well, He needed the Joe. least mutated well, mutants. Again, I think a lot of this is just, I am the person in charge, therefore I therefore get Therefore I breed and... Yeah, I, I'm not saying his plan is be, well, you know, yeah. good. I'm just saying, like... It makes sense that he wants to breed, breed new the perfect people, stock as best you but can. But he's going about it the wrong way. Because he decides he must. Well, be. yeah, but he doesn't benefit from, you know, better genetic people than him breeding. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. Anyway, so Furiosa's gone rogue and took the breeders, and you see a a kid, a war boy kid. Mm. Who's struggling, and his friend grabs a. Uh, He's running low. Wheel. I gotta top him off so he gets hooked up to Max. A blood, yep. his blood bag. <laughs> and Joe sets up the alarm that all the war boys must roll out. Yeah, which is really weird because we get this like bizarre religion in Mad Max, at least this one, yeah. where cars are almost worshipped because like the steering wheels are put on this shrine, and the war boys like you know, make their symbol of uh, reverence to it before taking a steering wheel. This is uh, probably the most interesting part of the film for me is the bizarre religion and how that the Immortan culture Joe. works. Yeah, yeah. so Morton Joe, I mean, he, like you said, he found the water, but he is also like, he has that mentality of a cult leader. He knows how to sway people. It's true. Well, he has that plus 
you know, being the only person that really has water probably goes a long way, too. <laughs> exactly. A cult leader with actual power. Plus, we don't need another hero. We need a leader. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so his friend is talking to this young kid who we will learn is Nux. And he's like, hey, you can't drive the car. You're That's already a corpse and stuff. Yeah. Because he's dying. He's like, no, I just need, you know. I just need a little topping off. A little we'll topping take the blood off, bag yeah. with me. He's like, you can't take that thing with you. He's rabid. Look, he's got a mask on his face and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's right. High octane, high octane crazy. Yep. He has high octane crazy, crazy blood, blood pumping through. into him. So yep. he like headbutts his friend to like prove his point or something. And yeah. then his friend is like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. They're going to do it. They're war boys. They're getting yeah. amped up. He's like, organic. He says organic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you see a close-up of Max for one of the few times he speaks in a way that's audible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he says, like, you know, something about, first they took my blood, now they take my car. And yeah. he's strapped to the interceptor. Yeah, he's strapped on a well, pole into, on the front of an interceptor. Yeah, well, I, I guess he's strapped to that weird buggy, but the interceptor drives by him, and that's why he's mad. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he sees the interceptor. I think he's more he's upset pissed. about his car, really, than than using heaven. Uh, I can, I like can an grow IV more blood. blood. Bag. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he, he makes so much blood. Who cares? That, but the car, but the car, damn it! <laughs> and you see, for the first time, the true hero of the film. Yes, we get one of the most iconic characters in film. We get the flamethrower guitar player <laughs> who yeah. rides on the strictly form making Immortan Joe's theme music, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like in uh, Warhammer, the uh, the musicians, they're important. They inspire everyone. Yeah. This, okay, this vehicle's awesome because <laughs> there's this guy with, you know, the 300 speakers behind so him. so many speakers. Yeah. And then behind him, there's like the four drummers that are... Yeah, the those are drummers. Those are badass, yeah. Like, it's, it's a pretty awesome uh, vehicle there. <laughs> it is cool. Like the mobile concert vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mobile rock show. Joe pulls up to nearby where Nux is and looks at him for a brief moment. Yeah, he like looks quickly and Nux is like knocked down with the power of Joe's gaze at him. (laughs) He looked at me. He looked at me. Yeah, he's all excited. No, he didn't. He was looking at your blood bag. His friend is like, no, I don't know. It wasn't you. He was looking at the blood bag. He was looking at the horizon. Yeah, anything. I'm uh, awaited uh, in Valhalla. So he unleashes the nos and accelerates to the front of the pack because he's now chosen by Joe, apparently. Yep. And then you see some Tuscan Raiders in some hedgehog cars. Yes, yeah. The buzzards. Yeah, pretty damn weird. And they start chasing Furiosa around. Yep, because they're one of the factions that exist in the new Mad Max world that they're supposed to be, I guess, like, the more feral of the survivors. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I they think... kind of just attack everyone indiscriminately. Exactly, Tuscan Raiders, like Rodney said. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They, they really Raiders. are. Yeah. Like, their outfits look that way. I do like that their cars are basically just someone screaming, put more spikes on it. More, more spikes. More. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But... There's a fight ensuing with uh, Furiosa and the hedgehog cars. <laughs> but 
They they go along that, and this is the first time you see a guy attack one of the hedgehog cars by you know because he gets shot with a couple of arrows. Yeah, they they, oh, they well, blow the time. roof off of the hedgehog car with a explosive and shoots this guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's dead." But, but Nox is like, Nox like on, yeah, like come on, up, you can do it. Like you, yeah, yeah, you can still get up. Like he he's excited. Up. He sprays the chrome all over his mouth, screams witness, witness me. me, and they're all like, witness, witness. and he jumps Grabs on the two car. two of the exploding yeah. spears, it's whatever. It's so good. Yeah. The way they're supposed to work, I've looked into it, is it's basically just a contact grenade, kind of like the tip of like an RPG. You just put it on a stick and then you poke something poke with something. it, and then it explodes. I was imagining it much simpler version of those little snap poppy things you get at 4th of July. Well, I, I can't say that's probably not what they would use. In <laughs> a very simple, world. yeah, simplified version is the snappy pops. Yep. So, <laughs> so he jumps into it and blows yeah, up the, that's cool. the buzzard car. And he was witnessed. Yep. And then they go, mediocre. Mm. Yep. So you yeah. see a girl for a brief moment inside the car. One of the harem girls. Complaining mm. that they can't breathe back there. Yep. And Furious goes, get down, you idiot. Yeah. This and is where the saw blades come right after she tells him yeah, to get down. Yeah, and then saw blades start attacking <laughs> the cabin. And she heads, as as she's being chased, she heads directly into a typical storm in Australia. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, just, yeah, so... This Desert in, tornado. Yeah, this yeah. like incredibly violent <laughs> sand slash lightning storm. I'm not really sure. Yeah, they don't usually drive into them because it usually kills whoever. Yeah, goes in, and we notice this because one of the few daring war boys chases the war rig, and Furiosa bumps them into a whirlwind, and we get to watch it fly up and explode. Yeah, it's a dangerous storm. That's why they built that giant wall in front of Arakeen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had like Araka Sandstorm yeah. that I wrote on my... <laughs> so, Nux drives into the storm, and Max has an altercation with his friend. Yeah, because they take him off of the pole, to, I guess, to keep him... Give From him just getting some obliterated? kind of... Well, I think the goal is they're going to at least get him, like, in the back of the car where he's yeah. slightly more protected so they can have more blood. Yeah. yeah, exactly, instead of just letting him get obliterated by the storm. But, yeah, he he throws down with him and kicks him away, loses a shoe. Yep, so the reluctant hero loses a shoe. <laughs> yeah. And he's about to get into the cabin and take on Nux, but he locks it down. Yeah, because Nux... Um, Fills the engine with nitrous and then Ew. shoots gasoline all over inside the car and he's just going to blow up and try and stop Furio. He's going to yeah. Valhalla. He just has to stop them. So yeah, he's going to do a suicide attack. Yeah, he does Max his warboy thing where he's like... engaged in getting into the vehicle then. But he's like, I live, I die, I live again. again. Yeah. So that's one of the few notes where I actually quoted it. I'm like... That was a good line. <laughs> yeah, Mac. I, I yeah. do like it because Max sees is like looking in, like wondering what he's doing. He sees him just like turning nozzles, and then yeah. he says that, and he's like, "Oh crap!" And we see him like <laughs> with the chain, like punching the back window to yeah. break it. Yeah, grabbing the flare, 
the hand with the flare. Oh yeah, because he's about to drop the flare to blow yeah, them gonna, up, like, and then throw the flare Max into the stops gas. him. <laughs> does does anything like this happen in the Tolkien movie? Mm, does no. Tolkien ever? Tolkien didn't try to blow himself up in a mm, carriage or anything. It's too bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. That'll be in the sequel. Not that I remembered. Anyway. So but, Max crashes yet again. Yeah, dur- during this, they drift in front of the war rig, and Furiosa just hits them. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you? And so he's unconscious until the storm passes. Pretty much everybody's stopped at this point. Even Furiosa has to stop at some point. Yeah, we, we do see her like hitting the uh, air filters on the war rig, and it's inches of dirt that it is accumulated oh, from yeah, this so storm. Much, so much dust. Yep, and uh, Max gets up out of the sand, which is one of the best parts in Black and White. Oh, in White. Black and yeah, White, this was very one. cool. So, then he... Uh, but, but yeah, Knox is uh, unconscious, so he's like, oh, cool, I can escape now. Yep, he grabs that shotgun, which doesn't work. <laughs> well, he, oh, he does, yeah, yeah. To be fair, he does just try and pull the like the, the tether chains off. Yeah. yeah the tether and he's Can't like okay get... well i guess i'm shooting his arm off <laughs> he grabs he, he tries to saw it off and he puts it to Knox's arm to just blow just his blow arm off, off. Then... yeah he fires and the you yeah. see like a little spark of light around it but it doesn't explode so yes. josh you're the gun guy what happens when a gun gets filled with sand entirely and this one, it's most likely <laughs> not the sand it's probably just old ammo so yeah. the powder is bad okay so when it was supposed to light and go boom, it just went... Mmm. Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> so he has to carry Nux. And we see... Nux and the car door because... They're the chained chain together. had run between yeah. Nux out the car window to Max. And yeah. you can't get that off either, so... Yes. So he's walking and he sees the girls, the harem girls. Yes, he... <laughs> rounds the corner we see them bathing oh they're taking off their chastity belts yeah just spraying water everywhere it's a waste Ugh. of water <laughs> and one of them notes that oh there are people are still chasing us but they're really far off yeah we, and... we, we do get the fun scene with max doing doing one of the classic things from road warrior we holding furiosa and the girls at gunpoint with the shotgun that he knows doesn't work to yep. <laughs> first ask for water 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 and he furiously drinks water <laughs> yeah oh yeah they have the like nozzle that he just basically sticks in his <laughs> mouth and just <laughs> yeah. as much as he can now max does turn it off after he's done though so that is good yep yeah and then they have the battle with Max V Furiosa. Yeah. It's pretty cool. This is one of the better scenes of the movie. Just them going at it with fisticuffs. It is. I, I love the Furiosa part where she gets the drop on Max, manages to get the gun away and like yeah. puts the gun like right under his chin and pulls the pulls trigger, <laughs> which he knows the ammo yeah. is dead. But she, she just gets, gets so angry yeah. at that. God damn it, you held us up with a gun bat. that didn't work. It's like, so you didn't even have real ammo in it. Yeah. Yep. And so they struggle for a different handgun, which is hidden in some clay skull. Skull on the truck, yeah. But eventually Max gets it. 
Nux comes to at some point because he got splashed with water earlier and then he's, he's kinda, basically uh... being dragged around. So he well, does wake yeah, up. during the fight, we get some great scenes with him because like Furiosa will knock Max around, but because he's tied to Nox, Nox gets flung with him. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting stuff. You can hear the guitar in the distance. Mm, yep. Yeah. The ominous guitar coming ever closer. <laughs> so they he finally gets uh, Furiosa on the ground, shoots a couple times after he gets yeah, the clip in. It was a really good, like, it's one you have to watch, but yeah, the struggle going back and forth, and Nux is actually helping Max. Yeah. And he, like, he does grab the clip, and the girls are trying to tackle him. He's like, ah, oh, I got it. Yeah, oh. like, like but during then, it, like, Furiosa ejects the mag and tries to get him to shoot himself. She does. She fires off one bullet, but it misses Max's misses. head. Yeah. I do like any time a gun goes off by Max, we do get the deafening ring yeah. in the sound. But at the end, Max, Nux helps Max. They reload it, and he shoots, yeah, he shoots like, three, three shots times to then... show, like, okay, this is loaded. I'm going to. So the girls yep. give up. And Nux is like, yeah, we got her. We did it, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can ask for anything. Yeah. That's my jacket. My jacket's like, you can ask for more than a jacket. Yeah. Like, you don't realize. What oh, yeah, because Nux is thrilled. He's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask to drive the war yeah. rig now. That's yeah. all he wants is to drive the war rig. He's a crazy kid. So, yep, that's, that's some fun stuff. And yep. then Max tries to steal the war rig. Yeah, Max mm. being the loner, he gets his face mask chain combo cut off and then just tries to take the war rig. Yep. And it doesn't go very far. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we get uh, Furiosa telling the girls, grab everything you can and run. Mm-hmm. And the war rig dies and she explains that it has a code. There's a kill switch in it that if yeah. you don't enter the code, it just dies. Yep. So and Max is bartering. Oh, uh, well, you can well, come. Everyone else gets left. Like, yep. nope, everyone or nobody. So they barter, although he mostly says nothing. And she's like, you know. Yeah, because his thought is, well, we'll just wait. Yep. She's like, this has it's 2,000 horsepower of nitro-boosted war machine. And, uh, and she makes the comment that... 20-minute head start or something. Yeah, but... During the fight, one of the girls goes to the rig and Max shoots at her and actually does oh, get yeah, her he leg. Does. He grazes yeah. her leg. And Furiosa uses that in their bargaining. Like, you shot you his shot one favorite of, his, his of favorite wife the girls or whatever, so. and the one that is currently pregnant, pregnant with his kid. Like, what do you think he's going to do? Like, do you really you? think he's going to be happy with you? Yep. And the only thing that actually convinces him is the... Do you want that thing off your face? Yep. Yeah. All right, get in. Also, he he is also called a crazy Smeg who eats slanger. So. <laughs> yep. Smeg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. So they're driving. I love uh, this, too, when Max, like, grabs this bag, throws it down, and he starts, like, uh, taking all of the guns that are, are like, in the war. In the, yeah. And there's, like, 15 guns in this thing. It's pretty cool. And then we notice that new people have joined the chase. Yep. And out to, out on the passenger side, there are there's a raiding party coming from Gastown. Mm. And this is the People Eater. Yep. Okay. People Eater himself. Yep. And then they find out that the fuel pod has uh, lost its cord thingy for its brakes. So yep. It just... They uh, 
Knox has snuck aboard. They left him behind, but he caught up. Yep. During their stop. And he, yeah, he pulled the brake cable, so the brakes locked up on the fuel pod. So Max goes back there and has to plug it back in. Yep, and uh, Furiosa just trusts him to do that, which is interesting. But, yeah, then Nux tries to attack the girls, and that fails pretty bad, <laughs> and they basically just kick him out right away. Yep. So I got, yeah, because he's trying to take Furiosa, because that's what will get him his victory. Yep. And so he's kicked off the war rig yet again. But he runs back towards Joe's party. Yep. So they're about to go to this, like, pass. Oh, yeah. Right right before then, Max was saying, hey, let's... uh," He, like, tries to, like, move. And he's like, let's avoid that. Yeah. But that's that's when you realize there, besides Joe, we get bullet farm people and... Gas town people are coming after him. Yeah, but the weird feral people on the motorcycles, apparently Furiosa made a deal with them, so she's allowed passage. Mm. Yep, the fuel pod for passage. Although she is uh, supposed to be solo. So Max hides. She tells him the code for the rig. Yep, which is one, 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 two, two, one, red, red, black, black. black. go. Go. Yeah. But in this case, we don't know what red is. <laughs> well, red is the slightly lighter of the two. I know, but yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Kirby Enthusiasm, like talking to the blind guy, but I don't know what red is. It's hard to talk to a blind guy. You have no references. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, she tells Max the code and tells him, okay, after... I should have made it... After I say something, just drive. Yeah. And she has to call him fool because he won't say. He's like, what's your name? (laughs) What does it matter? All right. When I say fool. Yep. So she gets out of the car, uh, the the war rig and talks to the crazy feral people. like, there's like three war parties chasing you. That's not what we agreed. You said you and maybe a couple vehicles. There's three war parties coming. (laughs) Yep. She mutters under her breath, well, I got, un- I was unlucky. Yeah. yeah. So she tries to do the deal still. Yeah, she and... she goes back to the pod and I think she sees that, well, you, we see that the war parties are coming. The feral people are getting a little antsy. Yes. So she decides, screw it, let's just take the fuel and go. <laughs> yep. And uh, then you see that Nux catches up with the Immortan Joe crew. Hmm. Yep, we get a we get a fun trip and chase through the canyon. Yes, and the feral people blow up one of the narrow passes that is the only way through here. Really? Yeah, the motorcycle fight sequence. Yeah, it's it's That's pretty fun. wild. But one of the few people that actually break through is uh, Joe himself and his crazy chrysler car yeah and his uh yeah he uh i can't remember i think it's i think it might be a cadillac oh yes maybe i think yeah but it's like cadillac on a a monster truck chassis yeah but he's he catches up with them and he's yelling like splendid that's my child oh and we do see knox gets to go with because he had you know the a piece of one of the yeah. harem girl's clothing, so... 
Yeah, so he's on he's on that vehicle with Joe, but the Splendid gets in the way of Joe and crew shooting Furiosa to stop them. That's why he's yelling at her. Well, but... we also see he let like Knox has the plan. Okay, get me close and I can you know, I'll jump on the rig and then I'll take Furiosa and then, you know, w- then I'll be rewarded. And yep, they get him yeah. close and he just fails miserably at it. <laughs> yep. So now he's shamed forever. Yep. He'll never go to Valhalla. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's outside splendid and then the rock happens. Oh yes. So yeah, she she leans out to stop Joe from shooting. And then during this was it Knox that took the steering wheel or no, it was that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, they they shot a spear. spear. Thing. Yeah, yeah. They harpooned the steering wheel. So they so lose Max the steering, steering wheel. Steering with the crescent wrench. Yeah. And then they barely, they you know, clip get, a rock and. Yep, and Splendid actually lives, but she kind of. <laughs> yeah, she had blood from where uh, Max hit her leg, so she slips and falls under joe's vehicle yep and joe to try and avoid her like rolls his car and you know probably kills several of the war boys with him yeah and yep max just says she went under the wheels yeah <laughs> yeah because the other harem girls are we have to go we have back, to go back. and furious so like did you see it was like she did you see it he, she went under the wheels so. yep and they're all like, all that matters now is that we'll get to the green place and all this stuff in yep. the background. And Nux, he's very, very sad in the back of the vehicle with one of the girls. Oh, yes, because we see some night driving and one of the girls goes to keep watch and Nux is just curled up and crying about crying stuff. because... Joe saw everything. He saw my blood bag driving the rig. He saw me drop his gun. Now I'll forever be shamed. Yep, and he explains Larry and Barry. Yep, the <laughs> two cancerous growths on his uh, oh, yeah. collarbone. And he makes mention that uh, if Larry or Barry don't kill me, it'll be the black air. Yep. So not not a fun world to live in. Yes. So... Then they drive into the area with the mud. Get the mud area. Yeah, yeah. Crazy place. So then they they're driving into the mud and they kind of get stuck. And Joe is talking with the mechanic. The organic, organic mechanic. mechanic. He's like, "Your girl's breathing her last." <laughs> and now I yeah. I do like during this scene because they. They add a really neat touch to this I didn't notice in previous watchings where the rig's slow moving because they have to keep trying to make traction, but they mm-hmm. set out a bunch of bombs to, yeah, well, blow up a couple cars, but I noticed there's something more important with it in that the other cars were light enough and moving fast enough that they were going over the mud, and when they blew up the two cars, all of them stopped and then all of them sunk in the mud, slowing them yeah. down as well. Hmm. Yeah, so, it's pretty cool. Yeah, neat thing I didn't notice. But yeah, yes. organic mechanic. <laughs> and he says, uh, he's talking, he's like, 
hey, uh, you know, hey, Rictus, you had a baby brother. Because the kid died. The kid, yeah, they didn't make it. Another, another month, he would have been perfect in, in every, every way. way. Yep. yep. <laughs> so apparently non-mutated children are super rare. Yeah. Yep. And Rictus is excited. I had a little oh, baby brother. brother. And he was perfect in every way. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, so so during this, the do we ever do we get the name of the guy from Bullet Farm? Or is he just the bullet so. farmer? Yeah. But yeah, he he has a uh charger that they have put on tank treads. So he's less encumbered by the mud and he decides he's going to go and find them because they're too slow. Yep. And so they have to use this gun that they only have four bullets for they briefly explain that yep um, i believe it's Zoe a mark 14. kravitz explains it oh, yep. <laughs> it's a mark 14 is it yep okay semi-automatic 762 if i remember correctly <laughs> there you go so that gun <laughs> with a scope on it yep and but, but max takes a couple of shots and he's bad because his car's chasing them and there's like a spotlight on it yeah, they which all if have the spotlight the hits them, the then spotlights found. in the dark look really cool. Yes, yeah. but Furiosa comes behind him eventually, and <laughs> he begrudgingly gives the gun to her, and then he acts as the uh, as her dead rest. Yep, and she shoots. Don't breathe. Yep, she shoots the light that's in front of uh, the bullet farm leader guy's eye, uh, like face, yeah, basically. It, it, He's standing right behind it. He hits, she hits it, it explodes, and like glass flies up into his eyes and blinds him. Yeah, you have that moment where they're holding a flare up to his yeah. legs, like, hold it's it like, up, hold up, sir. It's like right in front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's blind. And then he, you know, ties that thing on his eyes and he's like yelling, I am the scales of justice. Yes. And he has these two automatic weapons yep. and stuff. <laughs> That's very important. They're H and K, uh, Submachine guns because his line is "Sing, brother Heckler, sing, brother Cock," okay. which is the maker of the guns. Oh, all right, there you go. Makes and yeah, sense. he starts firing to try. He's apparently trying to just hit the rig to hear a sound off of it, so he knows where they are. <laughs> mm. Yes, but they get a little further and they're stuck again. But there's a tree. Which yep. Nux has never There's seen a, before. That thing over there. Yep. There's high ground past that thing. The tree? Yeah, the yeah. tree thing. The tree thing. So they put a chain around it, and then Max they, goes yeah, they winch to it. retaliate first while they do that. Yeah. Whatever he does, he it's comes crazy. Back, yeah. Well, it's, it's, I actually do love this, how they do it, because we see him leave, he has... Gun. He has a fuel canister, like yep. a jerry can, and he just walks off into the night. Says something like, "What do I do if you're not back in thirty minutes?" Like, you keep, you keep going. Yeah, yeah. Keep like, going. duh. <laughs> but then a few minutes later, while they're waiting for the uh, engines to cool on the war rig, we just see lights and an explosion yeah. through this dense fog, and I think we hear a couple gunshots. Yeah, and then a while later. We see Furiosa pointing a gun and a figure emerges from the fog and it's 
Max, who is now covered in blood, yeah. but yeah. is now carrying a duffel bag full of ammo and like yeah. three bandoliers. It's pretty crazy. So One then, of the girls from Mark says, are you hurt? hurt? It's like, no, why? You're covered in blood. <laughs> goes, That's not his blood. <laughs> yep. And then they get the war rig going, they get it unstuck, and they drive to the swamp land. Yeah, the, the place with the crows, which are both birds and weird people on stilt people. stilts that are also <laughs> dressed like birds. It's really strange stuff. That is a, this world is very weird, even compared to the other places in Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's apparently a lot more water in this place. It's just all horrifically toxic. This, yeah. Or probably... This is where... The one guy gets his irradiated water from. Yep. <laughs> you just go out there, you siphon well. a little off the top. So, Max falls asleep and he has the flashback with the eyes from the first movie. Yep. So, so at least it establishes that this must be a sequel because <laughs> it does show a brief moment of the first Mad Max film. Oh, okay. So. So at least the first Mad Max has happened. <laughs> anyway... So they drive into the morning where they find a woman screaming for help on top of this weird pillar, power line thing. thing. Yeah, it's one of the power, I'm not sure what you call them, the ones that they use to run the cables for miles. And And Max looks, that is bait. Yep, bait. (laughs) Yep, very famous meme line people use it all the time when... Whenever people are arguing on forums and somebody Does says somebody... in something that's gonna piss people off, people are like they'll that's post bait. the Mad Max. That's bait. Like, yep. don't go for it, guys. So this movie uh, has, because of its popularity, it produced many memes. Oh yes. So I don't even know why we're bothering explaining the whole film. Ah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Prove anyway. that we did indeed watch it. We did. But Furiosa gets out of uh, the war rig and check she... out the girl. Hey, whatever. Yeah, well, she starts giving yeah. like how she is tied to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she. Um, My she acolyte proves... mother was. Yeah. Did either of you write it down? I no, didn't. whatever she said. It's so and so. My thing. mother was this person. Yeah, but the older woman recognizes her. Well, her. the girl does set off the alarm like that. La la la! So yeah. everyone shows up, but it's okay because yeah, yeah. So he was right. It was bait. Like yeah, but it turns out okay. But it's been 7,000 7, days. 7,000 days. Wish I did the math. 7,000 divided by 365 equals 19.17 years. So Okay, there you go. Then we... The <laughs> so old lady asked, what said, happened to your mother? Yeah. She died on the third day. Yep. Mm. And she's uh, she's like, okay, well, why aren't you guys in yeah, the green place? Take us place? to the green like, place. Yeah. Like, you passed it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Terrible reveal. Yep, apparently the land of the crows the was swampy town. Yeah. Once the green place. Yep, but it it went bad. The water yeah, was the, poison. The like... water turned, nothing would grow anymore. Yep. Then the crows came. And that they're the only ones left really. Although if they're the only ones left, who are the stilt people? They're the crow, like the I, crows I think, yeah, and they're... crow people. Also, like 
actual crows and then the weirdo that yeah but why did there. they move there I what's going on i don't with know them? yeah who are they if they're not the women that already lived there i don't know i can only assume there's some weird gang that because again like nowhere other than like it sounds like you know if you're not in Gastown, the Bullet Farm, Arm, or the Citadel. The Citadel. Basically, everyone, everywhere's pretty much as uninhabitable as anywhere else. So yeah, you just kind of move to the next area where people once were and hope you could find something. <laughs> yeah, but why do they choose to live there in the swampland with the stilts? I don't know. The buzzards live in just the open desert. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Maybe they feed know. on actual crows. I don't know. There are birds there, so yeah, maybe that like, is. Maybe like, like, hey, here's hey, look, the birds show up source. to the swamp, so we can catch the birds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And there's that whole thing where one of the older ladies, she's talking about how from the old world she misses shows. Back then in the old world, everyone had a show that they oh, watched. Yeah. Because yeah. they see a satellite. And everyone had a show. We see that uh, War Boy and one of the harem girls are getting close and yeah you know yep maybe more than friends and then the older one is showing off her seeds yep, yep she Julia's took julia's seeds. seeds yep this is julia what are you talking about she lived through all of actually this. yeah <laughs> this is just julia yep just a sequel to fist of the north star <laughs> oh the world's fit kind of okay yeah, yeah either no water or it's t- incredibly toxic well, I mean, like, it works. In the anime series, uh, Kenshiro just looks like he's dressed as Max. So. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> he's got that little weird plastic pauldron on one side. And yep, yeah, and the leather jacket. <laughs> Pretty weird stuff. So anyway. Yeah, she tries planting the seeds and to see if anything will grow anywhere. So then you got the... Uh, moment where furious is like well you can have one of those bikes and go do whatever you want and he's yeah. like i'm gonna stay with you i guess well yeah the the plan changes so they're gonna dump the war rig get bikes and with the bikes they estimate they could drive for probably like 160 days out further west yes why not see what's out there and he he states that he's gonna Stay with them, because if you can't fix what's broken, you'll go insane. Yep. And so they head out into the big empty. And then he, they're like, well, what kind of a plan should we have? He's like, I, here's, here's where we should go. We should go this way. Well, let's say, don't don't they like, doesn't he like sleep in? They like leave before him. And I think he was kind of debating if he was going to go or not. And then he catches up and be like, hey. Let's go this way. <laughs> yep. We go back. Back to the Citadel. Yeah. Because Joe, in his fury, took every everything. every single war boy out of everything. the Citadel to chase his <laughs> women. Yep. Yeah. So it actually might be safer to go back and surprise them that way, because then you could go to a Citadel that's... Heavily unguarded. armed. Has... Less, yeah, less armed. So if you has, can take, it has get into food, it. It yeah. has water and it has guns. So yeah, so it's you can one of those things. definitely survive better there. In movies, we're like, that plan's just so crazy that it might it work. Might you know, work. it just might work. Yeah, that's. Yeah, one of the girls said, like, I thought you weren't insane anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same one that uh, made the one insult. He's a. Uh... Oh, what was it? It's the... a mega that eats. Yep. So. 
She's uh, a sm- he's a smeg that eats slinger. Slinger. Yeah, that's it. Crazy smeg who eats slinger. Yeah. Same girl. She seems kind of crazy herself. Yep. So, so anyway. Furios is like, okay. She doesn't really seem like she has her heart in it. I won't lie. She's like, what she's like, Well, what do you think? And what do you think, Nux? And he's like, oh, seems right. <laughs> it feels yeah, like hope. He's, he's taking the girls back home. Yeah. He's just doing his war boy duty. Yep. That one of the girls does say that. And Max is like, well, it is our shot at redemption, essentially, mm. for both of them. Yeah. So oh, what they, did, oh, I should have written it down. The one old lady says something funny that Max kind of like, yeah, see, she gets it. Yep. So they're heading back. And so you see the, the Joe and company war pack. Yeah. So this is largely just the uh, final confrontation. Yeah. So we'll brush through it crazy fast so that we can actually discuss well, yeah. The last scene More is very much are. like just crazy but it's like 15 20 minutes of just action action because they're they're doing their like their pursuit or whatever and then they're like wait a minute is that them driving back what the hell is happening (laughs) it's like oh yeah yeah paul pointed out it's a good good it caught them off guard yeah he's caught off guard but he very quickly is like like, crap i know exactly what they're they're headed to the citadel oh no they realized it's empty yeah so like he he does yeah get everybody chasing them real quick but it did work to catch them off guard. So we'll just mention your favorite things from the from the scene. You've got <laughs> Nux uh, juicing the engine with yep. the with the guzzling. Yep, he uh, he crawls onto the super or the air scoop for the supercharger. Him and uh, his buddy, who's driving Max's car. Yeah, yeah. They get on the hood and they take a bunch of gas in their mouth and then they spit it into the air intake, which would give you a big boost but it would also be super risky of you blowing the head off of your engine yeah and then there's it does make the comment don't blow up my engine yep. yeah and then there's the moment where the war rig gets uh like next to the other giant vehicle rig thing and the interceptor gets caught in between oh, oh Max's so, car yeah. gets destroyed the interceptor gets caught between the two war rigs and we see it just crushed <sighs> in the Spin wheels. around, destroyed. Yeah. Then uh, there's the moment where Furiosa lets Nux drive. Yeah, because she's cool. been like she stabbed. stabbed. She's wounded pretty yeah. badly. Yeah, one yeah. of the yeah one of the raiders managed to get her shiv built into the handle and yeah. stab her in the in the back. And I think they say she's lung like a collapsed lung, lung or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh. There, a lot of stuff happens, but there's a thing where Max fight, fist fights Rick. Does, he does, which there's is also, the stupidest thing. Because this massive, yeah, like monster of a man. He's like a foot and a half taller than him, and like absolutely nothing but dumb muscle. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where he grabs the supercharger on the Warwick and, and tears it off the yeah. bolts and everything At off the end, barehanded. Yeah, he does that. So that's that's the last thing that happens when uh. Nux, like you know, that's when he gets his uh, his last witness. Witness him, yeah. But it's, he was, you know, now him. it's just for the girl that he fell for. That's true, because yeah, there was it showed one of the the wives, the harem was like cuddling with Nux. Basically, it's like wow, yeah. like for a war bro, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he he does turn the war rig to the side and into that crash, like tiny but... little pass to clog the way. Basically, yeah. yeah, basically giving them whatever time they would need. And well, as it gets clogged, don't you see the uh, the 
part I liked, and we did see it in 3D that one time. The yeah. the, the guitar, the guitarist, the guitar fly. comes flying at the screen, yeah, and, and then a steering cord. wheel comes at you. You can yeah. tell it was made for 3D. Yeah. Those two shots, yeah. that one shot, I guess, and at least. Before all that, we have to mention that Furiosa like, has an altercation with Joe where she... Oh, I was about to say, like, yeah. the death well, of Joe the, yeah, is one of say. my favorite movie deaths, probably. Yeah, she like pulls his face mask <laughs> off. Yeah, like it rips his yeah, face off. she gets off. him with like, the... The hook One or of whatever. the hooks and yeah. catches the mask, which is strapped to his head. Yeah. yeah. He says, remember me? And because all of these are grappling hooks, she throws the chain into the wheels of his car. So it just Rips tears his, his face, face off. off. Man, yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah, basically, I think it's supposed to like tear basically his lower jaw off. Yeah. So... So lots you know. of craziness for 15 minutes. Definitely an awesome thing yeah, everyone in the world needs to mm-hmm. watch. It is oh, probably yeah. my second favorite action scene in all of the Mad Max films. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, it's so good. And my, my first favorite is obviously the major chase at Road Warrior. Oh, uh, yeah. You see Road yeah. Warrior. That Man, it's one been is, too long. That's a hard one to ever beat, though. Yeah. Then the third best one is the motor killing all the motorcycle guys in the first Mad Max. <laughs> that scene is so good. Yeah. He just hunts down those guys for like 10 minutes. Uh, anyway. So they, so they go back and reveal Joe is dead. And oh, they have they, the whole. They roll up in Joe's personal car, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Furiosa gets punctured again to get. To you know, drain the blood. Yeah. yeah, and to get her lungs working correctly, and yeah. Max informs her what his name is. Yeah. Max. Yep. So anyway, they reveal Joe. Everyone's freaking out. No one quite knows what to do. Yep. So they're going to take the Citadel, <laughs> I, essentially. Yeah, I do like they throw joe's body off of the car and like the masses descend Just on to him. loot it i don't know yeah i am, get a piece of joe i was about to say i am gonna bet dollars to donuts like they consumed joe like there was a picked clean skeleton when they were done <laughs> and the milkmaids show up and they release the water yeah yep this is the thing that bothers me the most because they just they just unleash this unscheduled water for a long time it's like <laughs> if you are in a world where you must conserve water. Don't dump it into the dirt. Yeah. Get a big container at least. And anyway, Furiosa goes back up into the Citadel and her, Max. Yeah, her and the wives ascend. Disappears the into elevator. the crowd. He's like, yep. well, see you guys. Yep. <laughs> Max is always the lone wanderer. Exactly. Yeah. And then the film says, where must we go? We who wander the wasteland in search of ourselves. There we go. I got as far <laughs> as where must we go? There we go. So, <laughs> I assume you all like this movie. Yes, yes, yes I do. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> That's that. But makes again, sense. Uh, to be fair, Rodney did ask halfway through this. So, do you like this movie, Josh? Because it's basically car porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I can't. Yeah. I had to answer honestly, and that is a partial uh, contribution to why I like this movie. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many moments where you just watch close-ups of cars yep. working. Cars driving in <laughs> dirt yep. towards other cars. It's pretty damn crazy. <laughs> I do like those crazy low shots they get where they have, like, the camera mounted, like, to the bumper. So you get, like, the wheel and up. Yeah. Look. Yeah. 
Plus, you get a lot of close-ups of like the superchargers and stuff. Oh, and yeah. the spinning and all, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just wild. <laughs> Plus, yes, the aesthetic of Mad Max is great, too, because there's so much of the... Like, you know, usually you try and protect, like, the gears and the pulleys and everything so they don't get corroded. But in Mad Max, it's like, no, have the engine mount super high above the hood so you can see the power of the engine. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> There's a skull on it. So you like this movie. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. Okay. And you like this movie, Paul? Yes. Very cool movie. Do you like it better than The Dark Knight Rises? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> just saying that because of the picture. What? It's, it's Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, it's just what Tom Hardy normally looks like, right? That's bait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just share my image. It's a, I did draw Tom Hardy, but with his Bane mask saying that's bait. <laughs> yes. So, so you enjoy this film. I do, yeah. Cool. Very cool. I like it too. Big fan but I think we're going to have to discuss at length color saturation. Yeah. So what do you think of color saturation in this, uh, the lack of color saturation? Just, just you know, having an mm. editor go, everything's black and white now. Let's tune these moments and make things brighter here, darker okay. here. I'm going to be the uncultured swine that's going to hop on the grenade and say, I miss, uh, miss the color. Yeah, well, no, that, that's fine. <laughs> there are very cool moments, though. Yeah. Where it's used effectively. But I, I, guess a, I guess a good question before that would be, do you guys care if a film is in black and white or not? I would prefer color, like, pretty much 100% of the time. So. I think for me it depends. I'm a little more drawn, believe it or not, when it's like this, where they shot it in color and then later they did it in black and white to make it artsier i guess yeah see I, i'm i'm in some ways the opposite like i like a movie that's filmed for that's black and say, white like, see, that's, that's when i prefer black, and, black white. and white if it's a movie that oh, okay. is intentionally filmed in black and white there's usually a, a distinct style and feel they're going for and i like yeah. that more whereas like, like if it's color and then just we'll just turn up black and white because it will look artier it's like and yeah. eh, but not really because you didn't shoot it yeah, to be black and white. If a film was always intended to be that way, like, say, a long time ago when yeah. color was a rarity, I mean, it looks it looks cool because that's, they tried really hard to make it look cool. Like, if you look at Young Frankenstein, for example, uh, Mel Brooks, when he directed that movie, had to go find people that knew how to shoot in black and white because they almost didn't exist anymore, even though it was, oh, like, okay. 20 years ago at that point. So he was like, it was a struggle just to find people that could learn to shoot a film in black and white. <laughs> yeah, because your your entire lighting has to be different, I imagine, if you're doing black and white, because you have to play with it differently rather yeah. than just, well, you know, well, I'm not sure exactly the intricacies, and I don't want to offend someone by my naivete for lighting in film no it's fine say, most people most average people have no clue about lighting in film and it's fine <laughs> but um so you would have you guys seen a lot of the movies other than this one have you seen many of the recent movies that are like we're gonna have black and white version now no you mentioned young frankenstein i'm like oh, i saw that 
Yeah, but that's not recent at all. But that that was always that, intended. Yeah, and that to was be intended to be shot. So, I know that's. But, but I'm trying I've, to think of other black and white movies that I've seen. Well, I've you seen saw couple... Sunset Boulevard and all I that. Did. Movie, so old old movies, yeah, sure. But no, I haven't heard of any other recent ones really. Parasite. No, we saw, we saw that in color. I I didn't yep. know there was a black and it has white black version. Black and white version. Um, didn't know that. A whole bunch of movies are getting that. Like we released it. And I feel like putting it in black and white. So there's a Zack Snyder's Justice. Nope, didn't see that version. I watched twenty minutes of it and I turned it back to the color version to finish yeah, the Yeah, that of the that movie. was All definitely right. one that I was kind of the same. Like I tried and I was like, no. Is it a thing now where yeah, how three D was a gimmick like ten years ago and now it's black and white? That's nope. New- only oh, when okay. it comes to being super pretentious about your phone. Oh okay. yeah. But in the in the case of George Miller's uh, Fury Road, he always wanted the movie to be black and white, and people just huh. kept saying, no, no, no. No, do no. color. And so uh, during the editing process, one of the editors like, hey, check this out. And he just showed he just a, did black a black and, and white, white section. Like, and he's like, that looks cool. Let's finish it that way for fun, basically. Mm. And okay. he, ha- he has this uh, interview on the Blu-ray that we watched, and he's like, you know, some scenes I I much prefer the black and white version. Other scenes I I do prefer the color version because they were intended that way, and therefore they don't look as good in black and white. Yeah. So, but he's he said overall he prefers the black and white version because that's kind of what he thought would be cool when he first came up with the movie. But mm. um, getting back to Paul here with his. <laughs> His color thing versus black and white. Which one do you prefer? Color. color. I like color. I just... I like color. I don't know what to tell you. No, that's fine. I like using you... the senses that I have. So you missed the saturation is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, like one thing, especially I knew that this paint was supposed to be chrome and it does look pretty good in the black and white, but in color, that chrome spray they do, the war boys on their face, it's like, okay, that's full on silver. Like when it's grayscale silver is yeah i doesn't think show up as well as you wait some of the sprays in black and white look better than others and i think that's just lighting yeah Cause, well cause there's one that talking looks, about it. lighting is important yeah because there's one that just it's clear that it's chrome like there's there's a couple like it's of shiny them like you can like, tell yeah. yeah but there's one i think it's the first one that uh nux sprays his face it's like it just looks it like just looks like white some spray kind of paint, paint. Yeah. yeah the rest no, of them they do fairly good look like chrome but yeah yeah so you're you're saying color Paul is, is important color. when it yeah. comes to this sort of a I thing. I like, uh, I mean, it would be okay if it was done like mostly black and white with color for some effect. Like um, that is Schindler's List or uh, what did they have in Sin City? They had, I mean, it was mostly black and white and then occasional bouts of color like See, blood or the yellow guy. That would or, be kind of yeah. cool, honestly. I mean, I don't expect them to do that, but when people do stuff like that, it's like, all right, that's... I yeah, like that stuff. the moment I was thinking of where that could have been pretty cool was at night when they had the lantern going. Mm. That would have been cool if like the lantern was giving off a yellow light and the rest yeah. of the movie was just black and white. That, yeah, but well, even the menu it was uh, chrome, chrome scale, but the menu buttons so you knew what you were on did have a yellowish tint. Yeah, so it's like the menu had a little bit of color, but the movie no. Oh yeah, can we talk about the menu? So the the stock menu that like Warner yeah. Brothers and Universal and all those people use that's just like eh nobody buys Blu-rays we're just Doesn't gonna matter. use the same menu for everything. Yep. 
play, <sighs> sound, special features. Scene selection, just the exact same logos, exact yeah. same buttons. I know yep. it doesn't it doesn't bother most people who don't collect <laughs> physical exactly. media like I do, but <laughs> I haven't had a Blu-ray p- player hooked up for like a year, so I can't even imagine living without a Blu-ray player for a week. Okay. So <laughs> I'll hook it. one day the PS3 will come back, I'll hook it up. But, <laughs> but anyway. So what do you what do you think, Josh? What do you So, so are we gonna have to choose a just in general, do you do you prefer a movie like this to have color saturation, or do you prefer it to just be black and white like that, like we just saw? Uh, it was hard with this one because it is like there were some there were some scenes that very much are like, oh, this isn't quite as impressive in black and white. Yeah, I mean, it also is partly because we're watching it at home, but well, yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> But I gotta say, like, there were a, there were more than a few scenes that having it in black and white just really actually made a lot of stuff really pop off. You like, said the uh, Morton Joe's convoy of yeah. terror that looked really yeah, cool. So that good. looked really yeah. cool. <laughs> I I love the uh, the scene where the the bullet farm comes into out of the darkness with their lights on. That looks so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's pretty scary. <laughs> that that's a great one. I also and you mentioned too, Rodney. Like in the black and white, there were also you'd pick up details you missed in, yeah, like the regular one. The one that actually really stood out to me is when they're Furiosa's first getting in the war rig and she puts on the steering wheel because yeah. you know in the middle there's the the skull and it's supposed to have that like Damascus wave pattern in it. Yeah. And in the color, it just kind of like, oh, yeah, it's got kind of like a, a weird color scheme. But in this, it was like, whoa. Yeah. That popped out a lot. There are a lot of car design details where it's like they clearly made this to look fancy and crazy that yeah. you really don't see in the color version because of how the color works. Like there's some bumpers that have like crazy designs on them and you don't notice it as well in the mm. color version. Yeah. That's true. But there's that. I know the one scene where uh, towards the end where the one old lady gets... Stabbed. You and me actually had the same. You commented yeah. on it, but I had the same thought. Where in the color version, it's kind of hard to tell what actually happens. Yeah, because it's like there's a really quick moment where she gets stabbed, and in the color, you don't see the contrast with the blood. So yeah. you're kind of like, wait, what the hell happened? Like, why is this old lady like dying? Now? Yeah, but in the in the black and in white the black version, one, like, oh was, yeah. What was striking to me is that you could see the blood better, and you're like, oh yeah, she definitely got hit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. I've seen this in black and white twice, so mm. I benefit from that. But that's, um, I will say, uh, I'd probably say it this way. I think the color saturation version kind of evens everything out and makes everything, you know, everything looks good. Yeah. And it's all kind of even across the board, whereas the black and white, you get a lot. It looks good still, but I think the difference with the black and white is there are a few scenes where in black and white, like they really stand out of just like, wow, that is. Yeah, that there are a few things, especially for me in the black and white version, when the chrome gets caught in the light, sometimes like you'll see like a, like a really bright spot on the chrome and like that looks awesome. Yeah. 
or um, Furiosa looks significantly more dirty. Everything just looks dirtier and mm. more dangerous. That is true. <laughs> I got. I definitely have to say, you notice Furiosa's war paint a lot more in the black and white because it is very clear when when she has it on fresh, when it's wearing off, and when it's not on at all. Yeah, very interesting stuff. But you have a preference. I, as weird as it may sound, I think I would actually have to go with the black and white. Really? Yeah, I was actually surprised. And I I think it's mostly because the scenes where the black and white just makes everything pop so much more or gives that, like, very foreboding, you know, image or something like that. I know, like, when they look out on the desert in black and white at night, it's like, wow, this is a desolate world that they are living in yeah for me the the passageway the with the like feral motorcycle guys that part looks Ooh, so yeah. cool in black and white but so so you're saying you prefer the black yeah, and white I, version i think for the parts that really just absolutely jumped off the screen i'm gonna have to go black and white on this one yeah i i like having both versions i think well, it's I nice to have both versions but one thing that's true, I keep looking at Paul's shirt because he <laughs> he has a shirt that's very colorful. It's blue yep. and orange. Blue and orange. The, one of the things I immediately think of when I hear of Mad Max Fury Road, I think of the colors blue and orange. <laughs> so that's just constantly in my mind. This movie is so orange and so blue all the time. And then you watch the black and white version. None of those things are the like, case. What? That went away. <laughs> Um, I, I think in the long run, even though I like the black and white one, I prefer the color version. I, really? I, yeah. I think it's partly because it was shot for color. Like okay. I have no, I have no issue with watching a movie in black and white. And I do think some scenes work better in black and white in this mm -hmm. movie, as odd as it may seem. But I, I love black and white films. I'm a huge fan. Night of the Living Dead is like, you know. <laughs> I prefer the original much more than the remake, even though I like the remake, for example. Yeah. And that's black and white versus color. I love Seven Samurai. Could you imagine if they tried to color Seven Samurai? Oh, don't, don't say that. Someone <laughs> will try and do that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. I, I like, I don't know. I, I hesitate to, maybe we'll discuss that in a second, but I prefer <laughs> the color version by a small margin because either way you're just watching fury road mm -hmm. so yeah, it's yeah. cool <laughs> the, the correct option is you watch both back to back because then you get both experience <laughs> yeah the well, correct yeah. option is just watch fury road the way i yeah. saw it before this was in imax 3d yeah that was that was the last so. time paul watched it was in imax 3d so <laughs> yeah i yeah, the guitar I, scene was Paul's It was favorite. cool. That, well, I, that's the 3D element I remember. Yeah. Oh, the man. The guitar flies at you. One of, the, one of the other black and white scenes is, that's cool is when they're slowing down in the mud and you see the light hitting the guitar guy in the background. Like, mm -hmm. it's oh, so yeah. bright in the black and white version. It's, it's pretty awesome looking. That is true. <laughs> it just reminds me when Paul made the point with the music guy, how his music is apparently tied... Yeah, the he has to keep tempo with the, the convoy. Like, okay, yeah. we're stuck in the mud, so jum, 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 yeah. jum, slow it's down. It's depressing. <laughs> jum, jum, jum. Yeah, so good. Anyway, yeah, so I, I guess I prefer the color version, but let's let's discuss a thing about this 
Do you think that the black and white version of this is just pretentious? Is it is it too much pretentiousness? Uh I don't I I don't think so on this one. Yeah. Like I I could definitely see why you could get away with saying like oh it's just to make it more pretentious. Yeah, that well it's just just, just to be know, artsy. Yeah, yeah, to be artsy. Our film is high art, therefore it's in black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I, I... I could definitely see why people would say that, but I I think the difference is is it doesn't feel quite as just a cheap attempt to be to get an artsier look to it. Yeah. This isn't the first one that did it in more recent times though. There was another Oscar movie that did it, so yeah, and I, I, the other thing I wonder, too, is I wonder if, again, I don't think it, on this one, it really came off as that, but I think if you did it with other Oscar movies, it might be more like, oh, well, they're Oscar movies, so they're just trying to be... Yeah. Like, was Parasite pretentious in black and white? It's pretentious either way. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but was it more pretentious in black and white? Kind of. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> one one thing, uh, you haven't seen Parasite, right? I have not. Paul's seen Parasite. You remember the uh, scene where the guy's face at the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, that scene in black and white was, was so cool? good. That's the thing I was going to say with this is like, <laughs> like there are scenes that, that really do pop with the black and white, but for me it's like, that's cool, but that's like 5% in favor of black and white, 95% in favor of color for me. Yeah. But I'm not an artsy person, so yeah. well, whatever. I think, I, I think it depends on the scene, but I think the scenes, there are scenes that definitely suffer from it, as where the scenes that are in black and white that benefit from it don't necessarily suffer as much yeah. by being in color. So that's why I choose the mm, color yeah. version. And and I do have to say another thing is this is the first time I've seen it in black and white. So part yeah. of it might also be like, I saw it in black and white. That was really cool. So I yeah. might vote first, more that first way. First viewing. Yeah. I, I don't think this movie's ever in danger of being pretentious. I mean, they, they yeah. have a guitar metal mutant man on a rig filled with Mega amplifiers. Amps, yeah. Like... Backed up by some massive drum Shooting war drummers. Flames. Yeah, the the guitar. Yeah, the guitar is also a flamethrower. It is a weapon. Because why wouldn't you? It's the most metal thing <laughs> that ever existed. Yep. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, so you don't think it? I, I also don't think it's super pretentious. I do think other ones are. Um, Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League is already four hours long and then you take a colorful superhero movie which by the way doesn't have enough color in it if you ask me well that was my thing is I don't like from what I saw I'm like they kind of washed out a lot of the colors yeah other than like Cyborg's glowy bits Mm -hmm. but well yeah um, yeah that it's like let's remove all the color from a superhero film like what (laughs) Why? Just well, the thing that's uh, done with that one too is it's like there's some parts where it's like completely pointless. Like the entire character of Steppenwolf, you're like, well, he's already black and white, basically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? No, I was just thinking of Batman, uh, Leela, and Futurama. Like her eye test. What do you see? A grayish blob. Good, because it was actually a grayish blob. Yeah. And then the next one, something else. Like, what do you see? A grayish blob, not as right that time. <laughs> yeah. so it's like the, the Zack Snyder, the black and white cut. What do you see? A grayish blob like, for yeah. Batman? Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's a grayish blob. And then they show a scene from 
the black and white cut and it's something else a grayish blob no, no. but <laughs> yeah i don't i also don't think it was done as well in justice is gray it's definitely a gimmick yeah no idea didn't watch it not worth it don't watch it that way yeah <laughs> i'm sorry Zack snyder if I go colorblind, I'll watch it that way because it won't make, it, won't make a difference to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it wouldn't make any difference, so <laughs> might as well. Um, yeah, I, I I do think sometimes it's just simply pretentious. But in this case, I, you know, George Miller was on record saying he wanted to do See, it that way to begin with. That makes a difference if he wanted to, except, but yeah. I mean, I didn't know that, but you know. Yeah. It is. If someone goes that, in with the intention of like, this would look really cool in black and white, then you might get better results than like, Let's take this movie we did and just grayscale it. Put a grayscale filter real quick. I'm sure yeah. they. I know they do more work than that. But. Well, that that or half the time you have to wonder how often is like a studio behind like, hey, let's uh, do a black and white version too because we can sell more copies. If we uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think double dipping is is like they usually do the double dip with like uh, special features and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's well, I won't get into it. But um, <laughs> that. I think it usually is a director going, oh, this new film's nominated for an Oscar. I want it to be black and white because uh, it's high art. Yeah. Four-hour movie of trying to revive Superman as high art. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, for this movie, I, I don't know, kind of is high art. It's a pretty damn good movie. Heck yeah. It, it might not be high art, but it's just undeniably freaking good. Like oh, absolutely! Furiosa is one of the coolest characters on film in the past twenty years, maybe. Oh, I definitely go up so, there. And you know, Thomas Hardy. Thomas. He he did a. Uh, he was so good in the movie that I just uh, I accepted it somehow, despite mm-hmm. the three Mel Gibson films. You know, <laughs> so that's that's a thing. But in this case, I I think. I think the color wins. Paul and I vote uh, for the color. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was fun to watch in black and white. I do. I agree. I know this episode's way shorter, but it's... One movie? Recapping a movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, we could watch the color one and do the exact same okay, thing. Okay, now for the color edition. Okay, Everything we did in the previous where, yeah. one, watch Maybe again. Maybe I should do that. I should just, uh, where it pays just off cut this color. part out. Take the take the recap, put it on a second time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we could have an extended edition episode. Extended, extended edition. But this time I'll mix it in stereo. Because I actually mix it in mono. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that'd a, be hilarious. That's a thing that you learn from podcast. The black and white of audio. It mono is the, sound. Yeah, it is the black and white of audio. But in, in the case of podcasts, that's generally the norm because oh, okay. a lot of people will listen with one earbud or they're listening oh, in their yeah, car yeah, makes or sense. something. So it like, just yeah. doesn't make sense. If we have one person was on the left, one person, they're like, there are three people talking. I only hear one and a half. What the hell is yeah. that? I have, I don't know if it was a podcast or something, but I had one where that kind of thing happened. One person was in one headphone, one was in the other. One headphone fell out or I took it out for some reason. So I got like half of a conversation. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. You learn pretty quickly to just hit mono for yeah. all of your things. That's mm. why it's that way. Also, it uh, makes it a lot smaller to download. And for people that are in like foreign countries, like a pretty big portion of our audience that we don't know okay. personally, at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, it being a smaller download for them is a bigger deal. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. 
And it's a big deal for me, too. I don't want to download like 250 megs of audio every damn time I listen to my own podcast <laughs> just to make sure it's working properly. <laughs> anyway, so. All right. So black and white lost to that Technicolor. Yeah. Yeah. Damn glorious can... Technicolor. <laughs> well, this movie doesn't use the Technicolor. Um, I, I'm not going to go into different color saturation techniques in film because we'll be here all night. But anyway, yeah. Color color wins in this case. And I just want to mention real quick, this is uh this is gonna be our this is our year, technically. Woo! I think this is a year that the podcast has been out. Can you believe that's a thing? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. (laughs) So uh I know this is a shorter episode, but what we're gonna do after this is we're going to do a month partly because of our schedules through the summer. Because our schedule through the summer is going to be pretty brutal, so it will allow us to catch up and be, like, well-prepared so that we don't miss things. So what we're going to do... have panic weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the next month is going to be only extras episodes, so we're still going to release something every other week, but Bonus they're extras. Bonus Sodorama. <laughs> as as our first year, and then we'll go into our second year of the podcast with all new episodes, one that's a throwback to our original episode, some oh, horror films, yeah. possibly some Stephen King horror oh, films. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think people will be excited to get into that since we did like three episodes of anime stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably. So yeah, it will be that will be a nice one. And I'm also hoping the month break will make it so that we get into a different rhythm so all of the episodes are shorter. Cause man, sitting through Akira <laughs> Ghost in the Shell for like three and a half hours is brutal. <sighs> yeah, that we did ramble on that one. <laughs> yeah. So I I want episodes to be shorter, better, just more interesting. And I think the month break will be cool. But we're not really giving a break because we are still yeah, we're releasing just, content. We're It'll just s- releasing uh, specifically shorter episodes just because you can't do our bonus ode kind of layout yeah, for they're, four hours. They're extras episodes and one of them is going to be about film. So it's still not, it's not like Ooh. we're not talking about film. They were doing a film episode. So that will be cool. And then okay. we're doing another episode. So it'll be a month of cool bonus odes, and we'll still be releasing stuff at our regular schedule. Okay. That's what I wanted to explain. Okay. So. Sounds good to me. So it'll be pretty cool, and we'll be able to keep the schedule and hopefully get in a different rhythm. Sounds excellent. I'm down. Make a better podcast. And so join us in a couple of weeks when we talk about film. and Or join us at the roundtable. Yes, at the round table where we talk about film. Yes. All right. For <laughs> it's so different. Only the second time of the round tables instead of just oh yeah, we played uh, video games, games yeah. music. Yeah, the one time we talked about music. Uh, yeah. Most of the time it's been about video games. That's yeah. true. That's cuz that's as I understand more your guys's hobby. That yeah. tends to be <laughs> yeah. more That's why they end up being focused around that instead of you know, my hobby is movies, so it's just, <laughs> the extra episodes would just be me talking about movies even more. Yeah. So, so the next one is the Phantom Carriage 2. Phantom Carriage 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no, I... 
I hope they don't make a Phantom Carriage uh, too. I don't know. I've, I've told. I think I've told you, Paul. I I did have an idea for one that I don't want to do, but part of me does. A follow up to an actual episode. Yep. <laughs> if uh, I mean, if you release, if you choose to do extras on your own, I will release them. So it's one. Of, I just can't decide because I don't want to, but. The worst part of me is like, I gotta find out, though. You have to look you have in. to know the truth. Yep. No matter how horrible. <sighs> the truth is out there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> until then, um, I hope you join us for some pretty... I think they'll be good extras. I promise you it will be good content. So, until then, we just have to say... Adios. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher, and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental dash store dash rumble. Music by me and cover art by Gwyneth Anderson. Keep drinking that Tranya.